Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Here we go. This is the rundown for Wednesday, January 10th. Here we go in three, two, one. Good afternoon. I'm Lisa Labas, and this is the rundown. A former CVS store in the Little Village neighborhood will now be used to house migrants. Families and individuals who have disabilities will be prioritized at this shelter. It will house about 220 people. The new shelter is supported by funding from the state of Illinois. Meantime, about 550 migrants are waiting for shelter while they stay at Chicago police stations, O'Hare International Airport, and warming buses. Now, some migrants who are living inside a CTA bus in the West Loop say their situation is desperate. My colleague Michael Puente spoke with Milady Vasquez, who says she and her son are making the best of it. The bus provides warmth, although it can be cramped and dingy. The truth is, we are all desperate because imagine sleeping here. My son is sick. He vomits from so many things he has. It's hard. We're all desperate. We want to leave. We want to work. Vasquez and her four-year-old son are living in one of a half dozen buses located at what's being called the Landing Zone in the West Loop. And new data shows the city of Chicago ended 2023 spending less than anticipated on caring for migrants after large tents to house people were never fully built. My colleague Tessa Weinberg reports city data that dates back to October shows Chicago paid contractors at least $156 million to care, house and support migrants. Last year, officials estimated the city could spend more than $300 million to support asylum seekers, but expensive winterized base camps were never opened because of environmental concerns. The trial date for the man accused of the 2022 mass shooting in Highland Park is now up in the air. The trial had been set for next month at the request of Robert Cremo III. At a hearing today, Cremo's recently reappointed public defender asked for the trial to be set for next year, but prosecutors say they don't want to wait that long. A new trial date will likely be set next month in a hearing. A coalition of alderpersons and community leaders want the Chicago Police Department to create a new police district on the city's southwest side. The Sun-Times reports 13th Ward alderperson Marty Quinn and six colleagues say the area has a high rate of crime, but few officers available to respond. Quinn says the Chicago Lawn Police District at 63rd and Homan has about 10 officers for every 10,000 area residents. The coalition wants Mayor Brandon Johnson and Chicago Police Superintendent Larry Snelling to cut the Chicago Lawn District in half and build a new police station nearby. Teachers at Chicago's renowned Second City Comedy Training Center are threatening to strike after rejecting management's final contract offer. My colleague Esther Yunji Kang reports about 300 teachers, music directors, and facilitators with the Association of International Comedy Educators Union want better pay and job protections. They're ready to pick it next week if Second City does not return to the bargaining table. Corey Bradbury is an improv and sketch teacher. Many people look to Second City as the standard bearer of comedy education. We want what teachers make to be in line with the perception and the reputation that Second City carries with itself. 
And a little bit of sports news. The Bears have fired offensive coordinator Luke Getze after two losing seasons. A report on NFL.com says the Bears quarterbacks coach Andrew Janoco also is dismissed. And surgery to repair Blackhawks star Connor Bedard's jaw was a success. The team says the 18-year-old rookie will be up for six to eight weeks. That means he's going to miss the NHL All-Star game. Bedard fractured his jaw Saturday in a game against the New Jersey Devils. Weather, it's a little wintry. We've got cloudy skies today, a little lake effect snow in northwest Indiana. Temperatures falling to the upper 20s by late in the afternoon. And then for tonight, about an inch of snow expected overnight with a temperature in the low 30s. And Thursday, cloudy, breezy, seasonably chilly with a high in the low 30s. You can find the latest news whenever you want at WBEZ.org or on your radio at 91.5 FM. I'm Lisa Labis. Thanks for listening.